Welcome, everyone, to this episode of This One Time at OU. So happy this evening to have an old Springfield fellow OU grad on the show talk about his time at OU. He was there a little before Roz and I were. That's probably been since 1987 since I've seen you. So welcome, Ron. Well, thank you, Tim. How are you doing, man? Good. So how Ron and I know each other, I went to school with his brothers. I graduated high school in 86. Ron graduated in 80. And I had a brother who graduated in 81. And we were from a uh, Springfield, Ohio. Not a small town, but it seems like everybody knew everyone. So it was a local school. Yeah. So uh, Ron, and, and what I love about OU, like Ron was much older than me. When I went as a freshman, he worked at the Hangar 5. We went there and I don't know if we had set it up through his younger brothers who I was friends with or it just happened upon it, but I ended up partying there as a freshman and then spending the night at his house drinking tequila sunrise and almost throwing up. And I would, this was like first couple of weeks into my time at OU. So if I didn't thank you then, thank you very much. That, that was great. You're more than welcome. <laughs> so uh, the good old days. So tell us, uh, when did you go to OU? Like, when did you start? When did you finish? Oh, my gosh. Let me see. I was done in 87, so it was four years before that. So you could take it out and do it, you know. You did in four years? Yeah. Way to go. But I had college credits that I already graduated from Clark State. Hey, but what about, uh, I thought you worked the Hangar five years. Did you work there four or five years? It would actually be four from beginning to end. Yeah. All right. From beginning to end. Well, I knew the hangar. Like, of course, I think it went away. It went away my sophomore year. So I went, uh, I started in January of 87 and it was there. And then I think it might've gone away that following year and uh, good music, right? Yes, sir. Uh, What were some of the bands you had in your time there? Oh my gosh. You know, if we go back to a lot of blues bands, Major Bruce Richmond was the owner, was big on blues bands. Uh, of the Almond Brothers, okay, yeah, McGuffey Lane. I remember I saw McGuffey Lane, that's a, they were like a hot band then. That was big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got very, very, very close to uh, Stevie Ray Bond, he didn't play there. Mm-hmm. But we got, he played at Mamad. Yeah. And we got very close to having him. Uh, of course, we've had the guess who and a number of uh, countless other bands. I would think like you've had probably a Blackfoot 38 special. Any of those bands there? If I think so, if I think right, it's Molly Hatchet. Molly Hatchet. Yeah, yeah, Molly Hatchet. Yeah, that's it was in. more of the Southern rock and roll. Yeah. And it, it was enjoyable. Because if you lived on South Green, when you traveled over the railroad tracks, you were flirting with disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bad Molly Hatchet reference. I love uh, that. I love that. A young 19-year-old drinking there. And, and that, like, I guess all college bars people sometimes drink too much. You know, you, you were underage then. Weren't well, I was, I was 19. And, and you could be 19, I think. Yeah, you might have let me in. But no, I think, or maybe like that following November, I would have been old enough or something. But uh Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because they switched it from 18 to 21, but if you're 19, you're still allowed to drink beer. And it was only like for a couple years. Well, that's why Springfest went away. So I had two years right. where we had Springfest, and then the second two years it was gone because um, 
the, the drinking age changed. And I think before it changed, there was a clause that you could be 19. And well, I know, I remember you could only drink beer. You weren't allowed to have liquor. Like you're in a bar and I was like, hey, beer or liquor, right? You know, what happened after uh, after the beer was gone from Springfest? Nobody came. Well, I didn't know that they even had it after that. They did? Yeah, they still oh, had it. They yeah. tried to have it, and it didn't happen. I could see that for sure. And then you had the Palmer Fest, and then the Numbers Fest, from what I'm gathering. It's a hanger. You got you to gotta have some wild stories. A wild story? Well, yeah, like you were telling me uh, when we were talking the other day that people would throw glasses into the ceiling fans and just would... Like, why would they do that? It seems like a bad idea. That was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, all around bad idea. Yeah, that, that was a really bad idea for me to get cut. And, uh, um, I, yeah, it, it was, it got a, a little aggressive. But I could see that. Like, there's no reason for people to throw glass. So what they do, throw it in to watch them, like, and then they're like, hey, I'm an idiot. I'm going to throw glass in there and watch it spew Absolutely. everywhere. Absolutely. Knuckleheads. No shortage of idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got idiots here plenty. Uh, but that was kind of an older bar, really. Like South Green. So? Really? Well, I don't know. I guess on South Green, we went there because it was close, but like we were the younger people there for sure. I felt like I don't know. You know, we always tried to get those girls from Jefferson Hall. Yeah, that would have been walking distance. Yeah, yeah. see, like that that would have been very close. Yeah, that uh, was a targeted. Uh, I was doing a lot of the marketing, and that was a targeted like dorm. And they're like, girls, do not go across the tracks <laughs> to the hangar five. Yeah. No, it was a fun uh, bar. Now, if I remember right, it had picnic tables and like they have sawdust on the floor. It had the picnic tables, but no sawdust. I'm making. I'm not remembering that right. Uh, sawdust may have been at a time like to clean up all the beer that was left behind. <laughs> from... Everyone's puking, so they're just laying that kind of sawdusty uh, stuff out. <laughs> uh, sometimes the, the rugby team, we had the rugby, rugby uh, club. was a big thing, yeah. There. And then we had the crunch on, and they uh played there. They were a band that I guess would have been, um, they I think they met at the like an open stage or open mic night, and you had those all the time. Did you have music seven yes. days a week, seven days a week? No. Because it seemed no. like every time I went there, there was music, though. There, a lot of times it was. Mm -hmm. But there was times there was dead nights. And, uh, we, would uh, we would try to cover by like a drink and drown or a drink special to bring people in. And yes, yes, we had um, killer Watts, uh, you know, far stereo. and But... Did you have five cent beers ever? It seemed like what were your beer specials? It seemed like they were real cheap to drink. They're like the it was quarter beer. beer, quarter beer. Yeah, yeah. Is that was that the special? Just how much it cost? No, that was a special. Yeah, time for still... that was drinking drown in the afternoons. That was one of my uh, wonderful ideas. So uh, day drinking is always a great one. Well, I, I do, I do I was, my best thinking. I was so connected to the bar, mm -hmm. and I lived so close at one time. That it was, I wanted to see it succeed mm -hmm. so I could have a job. For sure. You know? Yeah, no. And plus, it's a good place. And just that's. And, and it was a good place. We tried to yeah. make it a good place. No, it was a fun, good place. Like, I mean, Athens in general is a peaceful place, right? Mm. People have to be, it's drunk idiots that seem like people got, got in trouble more than anybody. Yes, we have a, we have a high school friend who, 
remain nameless that got into a fight with a parking meter oh. one night and lost. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> that is. We do. We both have that same friend. Yeah. Uh. Yes, we did. Just remember. Yeah. All right. So on some good stories, like, like, oh, wow, I've worked here for four years. I can't believe that just happened. Or I'm sure you wanted to knock the teeth out of someone, particularly the throwing glass up there. It was Hager 5 for a reason because it, it, it was a big place. It was a, a big very place. big place. Mm-hmm. That uh, There was maybe four pool, pool tables. And well, yes, people used to have sex on those pool yeah, tables. Yeah, you'd leave them alone let them finish. You let people like if someone's having sex on the pool table, you would just like wouldn't stop it. You like go about your business. Yes, <laughs> I never saw that. Absolutely, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, we're like, hey man, I don't even want to get involved. Me neither. Yep, they're enjoying themselves. <laughs> Please do it. Let's go just down. let's just pretend this isn't happening, and people don't stare. <laughs> yeah, like if you act like nothing's going on, they'll continue to do it. Let them finish. I feel like you could drink in OU bars if you're a bartender, as long as you weren't an idiot. You know, but a lot of people didn't because they didn't want to. Because it sucks. The, the craziest drunken thing, and I think it was the owner of the Hangar Five, mm-hmm. where uh, he busted every glass glass, a glass, and it busted all over the concrete floor, all over. Like mad about something? Uh, no. Uh, too much uh, Jameson or whatever. Uh, Glenn Fittich. Hey, what was um? What was your favorite band that you saw there? Like the Raisins. Band? I don't know about the Raisins. Uh, it was a weird like cover the- band. Um, uh, uh, it, it was just a good set of music and the yeah. way they played it, the way the band was so lively. I want to say someone mentioned that band. I had this guy Jack Sowers on, who was um, the musician. We've had a couple of musicians on from that time, and I want to say that someone had mentioned that band. Like, um, I don't know if they played in it or not. They were from to Cincinnati. Yeah, crazy band, great, great people. Yeah, and that's that's what makes a band for sure. You would think that I would say that Greg Allman was my favorite band, or one of the others, McGuffey Lane. No, but you're like, it was the raisins. You're like, Cher just kept bitching at me all night. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's awesome. And that's, I mean, being good people is the number one thing to do no matter what, anyway. And plus yeah. having good tunes. Oh, it was fun. Uh, yeah, there there was good tunes. and so, yeah, People in, in bar, when they're enjoying themselves, they're yeah, it's up and moving, yeah. dancing, or bebopping, they're moving. Man, you're hey, look, you're doing your job good. Yeah, I never left the hangar with like not a smile on my face for sure. Hey, so um, did you do the normal dorm route? Like you, you didn't, you weren't on West Green, right? No, I wasn't. I was on East Green. Yeah, East or South. I was, and I was old enough to move right off campus after the first year. I spent a year in the dorm. And then uh, moved over to 67 Stewart. Yeah. What we called the boathouse. So Stimson went down where the grocery store was, and there was a racks, and then it was milled, then it was the hangar. So it was, I think you could go that way, couldn't you? Well, there's probably all kinds of paths through. Well, see, like, then you, again, I thought that was the way, and I never went in the car. So I might be on making this all up. 
Um, I was walking. I was walk from home. I, but yeah, I, I was just gonna ask: Did they have even a parking lot? Like, did many, yes, many they people? Did. Yes. Yeah. So many people come driving. I wonder. Were there a lot of people driving? No, no. Yeah, not really. See. Locals. Yeah, and you didn't need to. A lot of times the bar would stay open um, for the locals, uh, and have local events for the oh. locals. Oh, that's cool. So. And that that was very cool. Yeah. The owner the owner was of uh, uh, the club was just an excellent person. The the people I've worked with, I'm going to give credit to, are excellent. Was excellent. I love those people. And, yeah. You know, Athens has a song, a strong sense of community pride for sure. Like everyone's just is. cool. Yeah. So that's a, that's what I like so much about it. Um, and uh, so you lived in the East Green and then you moved. Did you stay at Stewart the whole time for the remainder? Uh, no, I moved uh, moved further away from the bar. The bar was catching up to me. I, I had a, hold on, you know, that coming spring. Let me see. I'm hired in the bar, which is a story by itself. Do tell. Um, I'm over there sitting on uh, the front porch of my house in 67 Stewart, and some guy, uh, I believe his name is Rick, came up and said, hey, you want a job? And we need somebody to build this and put together a dance floor. We're going to put in LED lights. And uh, Why did he come to you? Like, did you just look at Yeah, I need a smart I, guy. I was the only one there. No. Oh. Have you were drinking at the bar when this happened? No, the bar wasn't open. It was oh, no. It was see, at the know very beginning. I didn't know it. I didn't know it only had like a four-year or five-year run. In it, the hangar did. It had about a four-year run. See, I had no idea. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was like been there forever, and I just got the cocktail. No, no. all right. So, so uh, I, I said, "Yeah, man, I could use a job. I'm sitting here. I'm drinking beer. I'm sitting on the porch. Uh, might as well earn some money, you know." And, yeah, and one thing turned to another, and um, next thing you know, I'm bartender, and class after class goes through, and you become like uh, the senior bartender or whatever. I mean, you can call it whatever you want. Yeah, you just you're the guy who knew it was up. Yep, I know. I knew that the keg, uh, a keg of beer, the tap would. That fits Budweiser also fit Meister Brown. I feel like I would know the difference pretty quickly. And I, only because I drink only Budweiser. I mean, that's the only beer I drink. But, um, all right. So back you're getting hired. You're you're bartending. And then um, so then you moved to Stewart. So you're right next. You, you're at Stewart no, right then. I'm at Stewart. All right. It was 1.3 grade, grade average that following spring. Yeah. Um, how did that, you do that? That one got me. That one really got me. I said, man, I'm get the heck away from here. Good thinking. At least you had the sense to do that. How did you do your freshman year? Grade? Freshman year was fine. So that's what helped me. I got good yeah. grades my freshman year. Right. And my sophomore year was like, and I graduated a terrible GPA. But uh, the only way I made it was um, having good grades the first year. Because if not, I would have flunked out. Yeah, um, it helped. What it was your helped. degree? Business at a minor in political science. 
so you had a degree in business and a minor in political science. Right. That was cool. What was a, uh, do you have any uh, favorite classes? What I thought was crazy was, was uh, well, he was from Dayton, Ohio, and I would talk to him more often than others, but his name was Ron Hunt, and uh, he was he was gay and a professor, and I would talk to him quite a bit because he was from Dayton, and uh, whether we talk about home, but we talk about that sort of yeah. stuff. Right. You know? Yeah, Roz uh, would go, she had a professor who would always go to a Hoolies and like, raise a stink she said stink and then it was a big thing because like I, I mean he was a gay guy that just kind of like just he was a, he was a social justice kind of guy and i don't know maybe it was the same guy i bet same guy yeah, yeah i'll have to ask met a lot of great friends down there you know i remember i played on the intramural soccer team my freshman year i was terrible um but there's a couple guys on the team and like i'd see him like we were walking around of town and he knew everybody i'm like how the hell do you know everyone? He's like, you know, you've been here four years. I promise you're going to know everyone too. And yeah. like, you know, by the time you've been there four years, you don't know everyone, but you certainly don't go around a stranger anywhere. And uh, we had one lady on, she's like, yeah, you just start your day and you know, it's just going to be fun and it's going to end well. And you're going to, the night's going to be just hanging out with good people, having fun. And yeah. uh, that was kind of how it always, always worked out there too. I mean, but you went to class and my class wasn't really a burden. And Raza said, you either had to, study or go to class. And I, I went to class a lot just because that was, seemed easier than studying. You know, uh, I spent a lot of time in the Alden library. See, I didn't, but I flunked calculus a bunch of times. So that's, that, you know what? My first year I flunked algebra and I took it, got it, and took it over, got it. Out. See, I, I still never went to class. I, 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 I had trouble with economics too. And I remember I came home one summer and took it to Clark state and then do it did a transfer you know credit because then it was just mm -hmm. a transfer credit so it wasn't like as long as you got above a c it counted i'm like heck yeah i should take like all hard classes that way i don't know if that's still a rule that, the economics to me was easy hey um do you get back to athens much uh i was down there about two years ago didn't do much just checking it out passing through yeah just checked it out had a meeting in parkersburg do you like when you're a student there like people talk strouds around and some people like when you got older they lived out of town too i imagine uh probably some hangar folks might have were they all students that worked there they were all students gotcha really was that place really never had anybody called and sick everybody wanted to go to work yeah, they wanted to go down there and work. That was social hour. It was a social that was hour. hour of yeah. power, man. Or you know, your time in there and you get paid. Yeah, and it was fun. Like that's a good. I feel like back then people in bars were allowed to drink more. Like people didn't really care. You just couldn't be an idiot. But we really didn't check for that. Well, also too, like if you're working a you know eight hour at shift, least I do. But if you're working an eight hour shift, you don't want to be drinking. That just sucks because like and then you're gonna. If you got drunk, you get sober and you're just going to feel bad. And like, that's just a bad working thing to do. Well, we were allowed uh, free draft beer. And generally, you just drink your way through the evening. And yeah, but you couldn't get too out of control. Your job would just suck, I guess. The people come in with crazy fake IDs, I imagine. Yes. All the time, always. Um, Remember the bar closed when I had a one o'clock liquor license, and uh, 
um, we had to close one and you had BAT. A lot of younger people, freshmen, yeah. would try to come in and try to get past and really. Well, uh, I remember the state liquor board being in there. Bad IDs and uh, like, do you ever have any like pass out? Like, had to call ambulance often? Anything like that? No, never had to call the ambulance. That's but amazing. Did have people pass out? Yeah. Yeah, they're like they're fine. Yeah. Uh, like you, Tim, they ended up at my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't give them tequila sunrise. That was a bad idea. And I thought I was being cool, like, yeah, sure. I'm like, oh, I don't uh, think you drank it. I think like I wanted like, oh, yeah, well, you don't think you drink. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. And it made me to sound cool or whatever. It was an awful idea. Uh, it's time might have been. The owner, the owner of the bar spent the night at the house all the time. And he, uh, I worked on, on his cattle farm also. Yeah, I've wrestled cattle. He has a cattle farm? That's awesome. That's he a had a though. cattle farm also. That seems like a more lucrative business. 70 head uh, Angus, yeah. Well, that's great that you didn't ever have to call the ambulance. Um, many fights, but I feel like if there were fights, they might have been at the hangar. There was. There There was a few fights. Uh, people get kicked out for this or that or uh, grabbing... You know, at one time, larger shows had um, um, had waitresses, and maybe they'd get their booty grabbed or you know yeah. roped or what may have you. And yeah, and that uh, 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 customer would have to leave. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We ran it. It, it was really student run. At the time, you look back at it, it's a student run. But see, it feels like the hangar, though. I guess because I, I always thought there was older people, and they're like, I, I thought it was a place like you wouldn't like you had to keep your cool, though, even though you could be a drunkard. Like it, they seem to have, um, I don't know. I, I just, I just remember, I thought I thought there was bigger people working there. Like I didn't want to mess up at the hangar for some reason. I don't know why that was. Any truth to that? Like big bouncers? Nothing that I recall. No yeah, throwing yeah. stars. Yeah. It's kind of if, if it was, it was me. And you know. So just other stories that were kind of crazy, like drunk stories, um, or old friend stories, or like did you ever go out to Strouds? Did you ever um oh yeah, it was yeah. getting dead to Strouds? I had a motorcycle. Oh, you had a motorcycle in college? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a I knew a guy that had one. I rode it sometimes, but he didn't really like me riding it, but I love riding it, except uh the rain, brick streets are slippery, and leaves make brick streets super slippery. Absolutely. I learned that. Like, I never wrecked, but I'm like, holy cow, that is, wasn't cool at all. Yeah, having a motorcycle in Athens, I could see, like, it'd be so tempting to, like, have a couple drinks. I'm like, hey, let's get on this, and that might be a bad idea. Yeah, but I always rode out to Stroud's Run. Yeah, that'd be a good yeah. ride, too. It was a good ride. Got out there. Um have some beers. My um, my bike had a trunk to it, and yeah. put some beers in there, and then end up all naked, going out swimming, having fun, splashing around. Yes, we did that. Um, I do know I had a friend Matt, um, and we would go. I guess this would have been our senior year, and we'd go fishing, like find he find little places to go go fishing, like little ponds. They're all over, really. 
you didn't have to go far to find a decent. And we were all, you know, we were like, uh, you know, night crawlers, bobber, sinker, and you're guaranteed to catch fish. Yeah, you get. We uh, caught crappie down there with our hands. It seems like where they were laying their eggs or doing their thing dried up, just tatted enough where they couldn't get out. Maybe yeah, you say we just, just wouldn't know. We didn't say we just picked went and picked them up, made them. No, maybe like you save their lives, do some time, even though you're going to become food. <laughs> yeah. That sounds better. Like I love it. Yeah, yeah, they're getting ready to die. So like I saw them in distress, so I saved them. Yeah, sure, we had to eat them. <laughs> yeah, so we had to eat them. Yeah, yeah, that's a good feat to be able to eat fish. Like I wasn't in the capacity, I think, to like clean a fish in college and eat it. Like like I could go fish, and we just threw them back, but. uh like, I don't even know if we had, I guess we, I had a sink. We didn't eat a lot at home in college. And I, I worked at a food place too. So that, that mattered, you know, I eat there a lot, but that's, that's awesome. Hey, so we always like to ask, what's your uh, favorite thing about Athens or OU? If you had to pick one thing you, that you like or remember the most, what would it be? The people. I'm still trying to get out of all the haze to my friends like Joe Eidelberg and, you know. Do you still Steve. talk to those guys? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's what you like. That's awesome yeah. about like. T.R. Robinson. Yes. Yeah, friends great for guy. Life. Yeah, yeah, friends for life. Yeah. So that, that's, it, that's it's a, always going to be the people. Yeah. For the sure. people are calm, cool. They're together. Uh, maybe a little bit liberal. From what I think now, the right. way I think, uh, I tend to be very conservative anymore. Of course, I'm older. That's the whole thing, you know. But it's people. Damn I'm, hippies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it's always like every. No, I was one of the real hippies. Yeah. You know, I grew up in the 70s, man. Come on. Yeah, for sure. You grew up in the seventies. Like I, grew, I was born in sixty-seven, but like I was still a little kid. I didn't really grow up in the seventies. You grew up in like teen years in the seventies, and that's yeah, that's and a big deal. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone says the people. It is good, and like they're just whole sense of Athens. It's great. You mentioned Greg Allman, and um, any stories? Was he a cool guy? You said the Raisins were your favorite band, but was Greg Allman a good dude? Greg Allman was a good guy. He was quiet. Really? Uh, yeah, he uh, liked that tonic and lime and uh, didn't drink beer. His um, his crew did, his bandmates did at the time. Uh, but, he, but he did uh, uh, the white powder off his piano or, uh, or keyboard. And um, why was playing? Uh, no, uh, no, sound check in, in between, yeah. And uh, he was, uh, he was pretty good. I was asked to hook him up, and I did, yeah. I and just... what it was was sack weed. And I worked for the owner, and so there we go. Hey, Ron, usually you go get lime to store it out tonight. I want you to get a sack of weed, all right? <laughs> You're like, sure thing, boss, <laughs> whatever you need. But it's Athens, Ohio, and that wasn't like a real hard thing to do, and it's just kind of like that wasn't an unusual thing. Yeah, really. I just would have just yeah, had to walk 100 yards. But yeah, like yeah. It wasn't, uh, that's wild. Like, And that's good, though. You're like, hey, here you go. Greetings from Athens. Yeah, it, it, 
there, there was all kinds of stuff. There was, after big events, cleaning up, uh, you made out. Okay. Let alone finding money and yeah, yeah. Uh, you found all kinds of stuff. Passed out couple on the pool table, uh, <laughs> or maybe on the picnic table, or, yeah. or on stage. Uh, yeah, you know. but remember, Hangar Five had the first large screen projection TV. So it was like a big football night too. We hadn't got that far. It's only X Men, only limited channels in Athens. At least at the time I was there. And I came after you, but I know that the like, bars played Cleveland. Like you have to see, like who? I'm not a Browns fan, uh, but like no, they were all Bengals fans, man. So they would go see who uh, who was playing, and um, that bar. There's a couple bars that were Browns bars. Well, cool, man. I want to thanks for being on the show. Next time I'm in town. Uh, we we need to plan an Athens trip. I'll let you know because like it's always a good time in Athens, so we need to like. There's always all roads lead to Athens. Yeah, like now you can record that. Yeah, like all roads lead to Athens. Yeah, keep it wild. Athens is no stranger to a fine time, and neither are Ron and Tim. So hey, thanks, Ron. That's right. We'll talk later. We'll see you. Good all night, right. Tim.